Hey there, folks. Matt Hunsaker here for the State Tax Show. On today's show, we are going to talk about apportioning multi-state software purchases for sales tax purposes. It doesn't get any more exciting than that. Well, I survived a long weekend in Moab in southern Utah with all of my in-laws. We rented some Can-Ams and did some off-roading on the rocks. And I'm still not sure how I survived that. My brother-in-law made me climb some stuff that really kind of seemed to defy physics. I'm pretty sure at one point I drove the thing up a 90-degree wall. But nonetheless, I survived. We also did some hiking around the natural arches and finished off with some modest whitewater rafting, which was a little tame due to the drought. I highly recommend putting Moab on your list of places to visit because there really isn't anything quite like it. As you guys know, I really like to work with issues that involve technology and software because that's where the fun really happens. Well, fun for some of us. So I wanted to bring you up to speed on the Oracle case out of Massachusetts. We're about a month late on this one, but better late than never. This case deals with the tricky issue of having software delivered in a single jurisdiction, but then being used by the buyer in a bunch of other jurisdictions. The age-old question is whether the delivery state gets to tax all of the sale or if it only gets an apportioned or prorated amount based on where the software ultimately gets used. Some states, like here in Texas, have specific provisions that allow a taxpayer to only pay tax based on the percentage of software use in the state. And there's a bunch of ways that you can figure out what that is, but that's beyond what we're going to be talking about today. What I want to talk about today is Massachusetts. Back in 2006, the legislature added a provision that authorized the commissioner to promulgate regulations to, and this is a quote here, provide rules for apportioning tax in those instances in which software is transferred for use in more than one state. So basically what the statute said is if you buy software in Massachusetts, you only have to pay for tax on the share of licenses used in the state. Well, the commissioner kind of had a different take on it. He said that because the statute gave him authority to promulgate the rules, that he got to decide whether to allow apportionment at all. And he also said that if taxpayers didn't jump through the regulatory hoops for claiming apportionment, then they couldn't get a tax refund if they later found out that they overpaid. This all came to a head in the Oracle case, where a couple software vendors sold software to a customer in Massachusetts and then collected Massachusetts sales tax on 100% of the charges. 
The customers then later came back and said, hey, most of the employees using the software are outside of Massachusetts. And based on this, the software vendors filed abatement applications seeking refunds for sales tax that were attributable to its customers' out-of-state users. So what did the commissioner do? Well, he didn't dispute the methodology for apportioning the software use. Instead, he said that because the customers didn't document the out-of-state use before the software vendors filed their sales tax returns, no refunds would be allowed. The appellate tax board, though, after some interesting history, disagreed and said that the refunds should be allowed. The commissioner then appealed that decision to the Massachusetts Appeals Court, but before the court could hear it, the Massachusetts Supreme Judicial Court took over the case, and that court ultimately concluded that because of separation of power issues in the Constitution, the commissioner could not create a policy that would deny the right to apportion, which the legislature had granted to taxpayers. So basically, and we won't get into all the reasoning of the court's decision, but basically the court agreed with the board and upheld the claims for refunds. Now, this was an important victory for taxpayers. You see, that short window to prove up where software is being used was often just way too short. It it just isn't always easy to figure out where software is being used especially now that much of the software resides in the cloud and we have people working from locations all over the place. So the upshot of all this is if you are a software vendor with customers in Massachusetts, or if you're a software consumer in Massachusetts, it is important to take a look at whether you may be entitled to refunds for software sold in Massachusetts, but used around the nation or even around the world. Well, that's it for today's show. I'll be back next Monday with a brand new episode of the State Tax Show. Until then, have yourselves a great week. The State Tax Show podcast is produced by Baker and Hostetler, LLP, and is for informational purposes only. It is intended to inform our clients and other friends of the firm about current legal developments of general interest. Issues discussed should not be construed as legal advice, and listeners should not act upon the information contained in this podcast without professional counsel. In some jurisdictions, this podcast may constitute attorney advertising. Please visit BakerLaw.com for more information about our practices and experience.